Hey, how are you? Welcome to the Super Self Podcast. It's Tommy here, and today I'm very excited because officially I can invite you to join the Super Self Squad, the Facebook group that is officially, because I've said it, the most positive place on your social media. So I want you to go ahead, if you've got Facebook, and search for Super Self Squad. Come and request to be in the squad. I'd love to see you in there. We're building quite a positive and uh, motivational community in there right now. Um, So whatever you're doing, when you finish, or even while you're listening to this, get in, get involved, come and join us in this Facebook group. We've got about 200 people in there at the moment, and we'd love to see you in there ASAP. So look, today's episode, we're going to be talking about a few uh, common problems that people face. Um, because these talking points that we're going to be discussing today are actually from you guys, from people that have asked questions in this Facebook group. You can see where I'm going with this, can't you? I ask you, what do you want to know? And then I discuss it on the podcast and then set you separate challenges in the Facebook group. So if you're into living life as the best version of you, then come and join the Facebook group. Anyway, enough pushing for the group. Let's get into the content. So I opened it up for some question and answer. Um, first question that I have here is from Sabrina. Now, this one's quite an interesting one because it's about how your mental health and well-being is associated to your nutrition. Sabrina specifically asked this question, how can diet affect mental well-being and are there specific foods that I should have that will improve how I feel mentally? So a really interesting question that I think has a double-sided answer. There are foods that in certain studies have been shown to boost your mental health so to help you to uh, you know, feel better and to keep away from depression and attention deficit disorder and other mental disorders like schizophrenia however there isn't a certain food that can cure these things they've just been linked to improving these mental states foods such as uh, nuts cold water fish salmon sardines mackerel seaweed uh, some chicken fed uh, specifically on flaxseed and walnuts have been shown to reduce symptoms this of course is all quite common knowledge for anyone who is into their nutrition it's good fats good fats containing high omega-3 fatty acids will help you with your mental health however i believe that there is a rather um, subjective element to this question and that is to basically uh, make sure that you eat in a way that makes you happy that isn't just happy in the moment, but it's happy viscerally long term. So that when you eat, you're not then feeling guilty about what you eat because that can absolutely damage your mental health. And that can lead you to spiral down a very slippery and negative slope. So we want to make sure that we eat honestly and we eat from a place of, of choice and not through emotional eating, which in the moment is just our brain giving us what we think is what we want, but really we know that afterwards we feel pretty lousy about it and we end up feeling negative emotions such as guilt. So we want to make sure that you know we are approaching this practically with the science stuff, all that science stuff about all that nutrition and omega-3s, but also making sure that you are eating in a way that does protect your mental health. So Sabrina, thank you for that question. I really appreciate it and hope that helps. And it helps you listening to this as well if you were interested about foods that can help your mental health. So let's move on to the next question here. Wendy 
asked, what should I be eating before exercise for a burst of energy and when? Now, when I was younger, I remember going to swimming lessons and they had this sign as you went to go into the swimming pool that said, uh, if you've eaten within 20 minutes, then you shouldn't swim yet. Um, And I often wondered why. One day I asked my mum and she said, it's because of your digestive system. It takes time to digest the food uh, and it can uh, cause you to have a stitch and it can be very unhealthy for you to be in water at that point as well as exercising. So, um, I would take that same approach and make sure that you aren't eating anything uh, within 20 minutes of exercising for that reason. When you eat something, your body needs to pump the blood to your digestive system in order to digest that food. It takes a lot of energy to do that. And so when you start moving about and exercising, it disrupts that and the blood needs to be shared to all the moving muscles. And that's why we get a stitch and we can feel quite unwell. Um, So make sure that nothing is eaten uh, prior to exercise within a 20 minute window. What you can do though, within sort of half an hour to an hour before, is have something very light and very uh, easy going on the stomach that contains a little bit of carbohydrate just to get you uh, get your blood sugars a little bit higher. Now there's a sweet spot. You don't want to be going too high, so you want to keep it relatively light and relatively small serving, maybe half a serving of what's recommended. And stick to things that are quite simple carbohydrates, which are very easy to find. So snack bars, protein bars, little um, like the, the carbohydrates or cereal bar type things that we can get. But one thing to consider is whether you really need it. Because if it's a case of energy, then I'd recommend perhaps just ha- having a little bit of caffeine half an hour before, just to give you a little bit of burst of energy without the extra calories, because that's the downside to having some carbohydrate before you work out, is that you are going to take on board those extra calories that actually might ruin the point of doing the workout. So there are ways that you can increase your energy without eating. One of them is just to go outside, listen to some music, lift your shoulders back, take a few big deep breaths in, empower your best self and then go and man up and do it. Uh, Another is to have caffeine or any form of sort of pre-workout stimulant that isn't high in calories, however, could be high in chemicals. And then if all else fails, then we just have a little bit, you know, a snack. You can also class fruit in this category, a banana or an apple, something like that that can just give you a little bit of a, a calorie kick. But it's obviously going to be counterproductive if you're watching your waistline, so to speak, because you might end up taking on extra calories that you don't really need to take on. So I hope that helps, Wendy, and I hope that gives everybody else a little bit of an idea as to how you should approach your nutrition uh, prior to working out. Now, please make sure that you keep in mind with this one that regular meals are really important. So breakfast and lunch have to have happened every day, so does dinner. Um, Regardless of what time you work out, plan your meals before and after effectively so that you're not carrying a lot of food in your stomach when you go train, but you're also getting something in afterwards. Post-workout and pre-workout nutrition is essential, but we also need to manage our overall calorie intake so i'd give you this advice if you are struggling to feel the energy try to do it without taking on board any extra calories first before going down that road hope that helps let me know if it does and then our third question that i'm going to answer today is from stacy now this one is quite specifically around uh, having an injury so in stacy's case her hip is not happy Uh, with her this week Uh, so she's staying away from weights and running which are the things that she likes to do in her exercise so um, look I'm going to extend this question out and I'm going to put it to you to think about this in your own life have you ever had an injury that held you back from doing your ideal workout 
If that's the case, then you can sympathise with where Stacey's at. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's your hip, whether it's your knee, whether it's your ankle or it's your elbow, it doesn't matter. If it's stopping you from doing the thing you want to do, it can be very frustrating. However, like I always say, we are totally 100% in control of our own attitude at all times. So we can flip it around and we can think, okay, I'm not going to be able to do that this week or this month or for however long. However, what can I do? What can I do that perhaps is new, that perhaps is going to give me something in a, in a form of a new exciting stimulus mentally or physically that I can just get involved with for the next few days or weeks using different parts of my body? That way, you're keeping yourself freshly motivated with fresh stimulus in your life. You're not constantly reminding yourself about how crap things are because you can't do the things you just you know, want to essentially do. And you can start to develop your fitness in different areas instead of it being the same thing. You know, sometimes we get uh, comfortable doing the same stuff. This can be something that just pushes us to go try different things. So in your case, I perhaps focus a little bit on some upper body strength gains over the next few weeks, set some challenges, learn some new exercises around upper body training, maybe train with somebody else who is clued up in that that that's their thing maybe to get some inspiration there are many things that we can do essentially what's happening here is you have frustration and you need to turn that frustration into opportunity if you can do that then you're going to be back on it you're going to find new motivation and before you know it you heal up and you'll be able to do what you want and choose to do once again so i hope that helps and uh, helps anybody else who's got an injury that's um worried or concerned that they can't do what they want to do uh, i've seen a, a lady called sarah in the gym uh, my gym um who's had a shoulder injury was really into her training in the morning i think that you'll be listening to this i know you listen to the podcast sarah so hope you're well um and she's had to adapt her training, but she's really getting into the different training that she's doing. Although she really does want to go back to doing what she was doing because uh, she has a shoulder injury. She's unable to do that at the moment, but she'll be back. She will be back. She knows it. I know it. We all know it. And uh, I hope that Stacey, you can think the same and anybody else who's not able to do what they want to at the moment with their training. So those are the three questions that uh, I chose to answer in the podcast episode. Um, as a final point, there was another question that I'm going to just quickly glaze over here from Tina. I believe I get easily distracted. I've always been uh, told that I do. Any tips for changing that thought? So anything, this isn't going into the specific answer. I'll address that on a different podcast, Tina. But what I am going to say to you and to everybody else listening is never label yourself as anything. Um, for me, an easy example is somebody that says they've got a sweet tooth. All that is is a belief that they have inside their head that they like sweet stuff. It's just something that was created by them or somebody else told them. It's a belief that's been adopted to make things acceptable in certain situations. So believing that you get easily distracted and other people telling you that you do you need to realize that that could be a limiting belief that you're holding on to when actually your attention span and your your ability to not get distracted may be better than most people's. You've probably never measured it against anybody else, only against yourself. So lose that limiting belief. belief and if anybody has anything that they think they are, that they're labeling themselves as, you are only going to hold yourself back from growing and moving forwards if you keep saying that to yourself. So instead, remember that you're always a work in progress. 
It's like, once upon a time, I never thought that I'd ever be a black belt in any martial arts. I got to red belt, which is one below black, um, by the time I was, let me think, so 12 years old, and then I stopped. I started at a very young age. I started at four years old. I stopped at 12 at red belt, thought I'd never go back again. And then as an adult, I decided that I wanted to start again. And the reason that I wanted to start again was essentially because I was aware of the bigger boys and wanted to be able to defend myself if anything happened. So I joined back and I started again and I was lucky enough to start again at Red Belt. And within two years, I had that black belt around my waist, but I didn't ever think I'd ever be able to. It was a case of getting rid of that limiting belief, being able to accept the possibility of being a black belt one day and then making it happen with one small step at a time, just turning up to classes, putting in the work. I now have two black belts, one in Taekwondo, a second Dan, and one in Japanese Jiu-Jitsu, a black belt first Dan. And so, you know, we are the result of what we believe in. So for anybody out there that's listening to this right now, aim big and never label yourself as anything that limits you because that isn't you. You have the ability to choose and change. You have the ability to change and choose your attitude and you have the ability to create the results around your life, in your universe, your own personal reality. So I hope that you are taking all this on board and that it has helped you. Remember, come and join the Facebook group, Super Self Squad. I want to see the invitations flooding in. I want to see your face and your name coming into this group. I would love to connect with you because everyone who's in the group, we're going to be setting little action points as a result of the content in the podcast episodes. And that can really be the extra thing that just takes you that little bit further towards where you want to be to becoming your super self. Because it's one thing listening to stuff and it's another thing actually doing it. So hopefully I'll see you in there very soon. If this has helped you let me know either in the facebook group or email me tommy at tommygentleman.com and uh yeah i'll look forward to connecting with you guys very soon you my friend are doing great keep it up the fact that you're listening to this just shows that you are on the right path it's just a matter of time so until next time this is the super self podcast i'm tommy gentleman and i'll see you in the facebook group super self squad on facebook go search for it now Join, get involved in the conversation and be a part of the most positive place on Facebook.